Hey friend, welcome to the Start Scared Podcast, where in our hearts we are wanting, craving, needing more in our lives, but the start is what always seems to stop us, but not anymore. My name is Christy, and I'm a wife, mama, teacher, health and wellness coach, and a recovering perfectionist. Together, we're going to do those things that God has put on our hearts, even though it may be hard. We're going to start messy and start scared because we have to be willing to suck a little in order to become great. I can't tell you how stoked I am that you're here. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, friend. Thank you so much for being here today. I cannot believe it. We are on episode number six. I am so honored and grateful that you're choosing to listen to this little podcast that I'm recording from my closet with my messy bun and no makeup on. I think it's so cool that you can be hundreds or thousands of miles away from me listening while you're folding laundry or on your commute or in the shower. And I'm just so grateful for you and for your support. So if I can ask a favor of you, if you have found any value in any of these episodes, I would love it if you would go rate and review on Apple Podcasts. They actually That actually is the best way to help with our visibility and getting this message out to even more women who need to hear it. Plus, I am super excited because I'm doing a giveaway once we hit 500 downloads and girl, we are so close and I just, I'm so excited. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Okay, today I want to share something that is on my heart and in hopes of bringing light to a topic that feels very shameful and remains hidden for so many people. I actually had this episode planned since before we even launched the podcast and I was just waiting for the perfect time to release it. So now's that time. Obviously, I am in no way, shape or form a therapist, a doctor or an expert on this topic, but I can tell you my own experiences as well as the experiences of one of my friends. So you may or may not have heard of the term body dysmorphia before, but according to the Mayo Clinic, body dysmorphic disorder is a mental health disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived flaws in your appearance, a flaw that appears minor or can't even be seen by others. But you may feel so embarrassed, so ashamed, and so anxious that you may avoid social situations. When you have body dysmorphic disorder, you intensely focus on your appearance and body image, repeatedly checking the mirror, grooming or seeking reassurance, sometimes for many hours each day. Your perceived flaw and the repetitive behaviors cause you significant distress and impact your ability to function in your daily life. You may seek out numerous cosmetic procedures to try to fix your perceived flaw. Afterward, you may feel temporary satisfaction or a reduction in your distress, but often the anxiety returns and you may resume searching for other ways to fix your perceived flaw. Treatment of body dysmorphic disorder may include cognitive behavioral therapy and medication. And girl, there is nothing wrong with therapy or medication. You have permission, even though you definitely don't need my permission, to do what you need to do to get into a healthier mental space. Thank you, Mayo Clinic, for all of that amazing information. Okay, that was a lot. Now, I'll say that I have not been diagnosed with body dysmorphia. However, I definitely used to and sometimes still do. And currently, right now, fit the description. As I was reading the info by the Mayo Clinic, I was just, I had goosebumps and I was getting a little choked up because I felt seen and exposed all at the same time. But it's really something that so many people probably struggle with in silence and in in secrecy. And I don't want that for you. And I don't want that for anybody. I do have a good friend who has been diagnosed with body dysmorphia, though, and I probably will have her on the podcast one day. So if that's something that you're interested in, please let me know. Anyway, 
A while ago, I got a voice text from this friend wanting to vent and looking, and she was looking for advice. A little bit of backstory. I met her a few years ago through work, and when we first met, we kind of just clicked. It, I'm not sure what it was, but she saw something in me that she felt that she needed, and now just thinking about it, maybe she kind of knew that I struggled with the same kinds of things that she struggled with. I don't know. Anyway, I saw my younger self in her, so I kind of felt drawn to her. I asked her permission to share all of this with you, and she is fully on board because she definitely feels that this is a topic that is often too hidden, and she really wants to um, raise the curtain on it, too. She struggled with an eating disorder and body dysmorphia for years, and a couple of years ago, she made the courageous step to see a nutritionist and a therapist to get help because she knew that what she was doing and the way that she was living was affecting her overall mental, physical health, as well as her relationships, and she also knew in her heart that she deserved better than this. She has been in what she would call a good place for a while. However, when she was diagnosed with COVID, she had to focus on healing her body from that and teaching from home and moving that she couldn't focus on her nutrition and her workouts. And so this break in her focus from um, on recovery from her eating disorder and body dysmorphia ultimately had a negative effect on her mental state. She messaged me and she wanted to just kind of let let me know how she felt just to get it out. She felt stuck and she felt torn. And after making so much progress, it kind of felt okay to allow her body hear that permission, which comes from the control of an eating disordered mind to heal in the beginning. But granting yourself permission to take a break can only last so long when you're stuck in your house for 14 days. While so many people reminded her she needed to allow her body to heal, no one knew the internal conflict she was going through. You see, many women and men have voices in their heads that fill their minds with hateful thoughts, making them feel less beautiful, less strong, less worthy than they actually are. This voice can crush your confidence, prevent you from appreciating the process and your progress, which usually results in you making a choice that does not honor your body or your mind. Maybe that's wearing clothing that allows you to hide or it's depriving yourself of the food that you know you need or it's canceling plans because you don't feel like faking feeling good or it's excessively working out to make up for or to cancel out something you ate or drank or maybe it's pinching parts of your body until you've torn yourself down to nothing. I list these things because for her, those all occurred. Obsessing in the mirror, hiding in clothes, binging, and then restricting, restricting, scrolling through social media accounts, looking for inspiration, which really meant comparing herself to women who she deemed perfect. And girl, I give you permission. Again, you do not need my permission, but I give you that permission to unfollow the accounts on social that don't make you feel good. Those that make you spiral into a darker place or make you feel less than you are in control of your mental space. You are in control of what you consume. So if it doesn't make you feel good, then don't follow it. If you want to get technical, my friend relapsed. Thankfully, though, her willpower was so strong and strong enough to notice the cycle that she was getting into. And it allowed her to fight to get out and to acknowledge that there are going to be periods in time, periods in your life where you can't completely control everything. When you are someone with disordered eating or you struggle with body dysmorphia, lack of control in situations or in life tempts you to try to gain control with what you're consuming or through exercise or your mindset or your overall body image. And it's an easy out. And in that moment, it feels so fulfilling, but it can be so damaging in the long run. 
She was so brave and reached out to me just like old times because she knew that admitting it to someone, saying it out loud, giving it a name would allow her to admit it to herself and break the cycle she allowed herself to get stuck in before it got worse. This, my friends, does not count as a loss. It counts as a win. And this was so hard for her to understand. But anytime you are able to fight that voice in your head and fight those temptations and pull yourself up to catch your breath is a victory. And let me be the one to tell you, she was so brave. And girl, you are so brave. Here's what I told her and what I want you to hear too. Your feelings are 100% valid. Do not let anyone tell you otherwise. But what I want you to remember is that yes, you may not be where you want to be for a whole host of reasons, but you are not where you started. You are so much healthier physically and mentally than the girl I met a few years ago. Your body is still in healing mode from COVID. Continue to treat yourself with love by what you fuel your body with. But if you need more rest before you jump back into your workouts, then honor your body that way too. Listen to your body and not the voice inside your head. Now, to my sweet friend listening to this, if any of what I just said resonated with you, if anything I said made you wonder how the hell I knew what was going on inside your brain, if anything I said made you want to cry or made you angry or made you want to turn me off, but you didn't, I know you're probably scared. I want you to know that I want to wrap you up in a big hug, even though that wouldn't be the most appropriate thing to do in COVID time. So here is a giant air hug, masks on. But seriously, I am giving you the biggest of bear hugs right now, and I am crying right along with you. And remember, just because you haven't been diagnosed with an eating disorder doesn't mean that you don't have disordered eating tendencies. Some examples, if all you think about is food, If you binge and most of the time it's in secret, if you purge afterwards, if you bring your own food to gatherings because you can't eat what may be there, if you obsessively weigh yourself, if you constantly pinch areas on your body and call yourself degrading names, then what I want to encourage you to do is to take the next right step towards healing and just focus on whatever that is for you. Shame and embarrassment about what you look like or that people may judge you or you don't think you have it as bad as someone else may keep you from seeking treatment and from reaching out to talk to someone. But if you have any of these signs or any of these symptoms, I encourage you to see your primary care provider or a mental health professional or call a friend and tell her or message me because I am always here for you. One amazing podcast that I listen to every single week and that I highly recommend is called Outweigh by Amy Brown of The Bobby Bone Show and registered dietitian Lisa Haim. They speak openly and bravely about their personal journeys through their own disordered eating recoveries. They have interviews with other women who are in their own recovery from eating disorders. They have interviews with professionals in the mental health space. They strongly believe that a life without disordered eating outweighs everything. So their goal is to be candid and open so that this topic doesn't stay hidden. I'll put their podcast in the show notes for you to check out. Trust me, you'll love it. Okay, I know that was a lot heavier than our normal time together, but I felt like it was a really important topic to discuss. And it's a topic that more women than you think will be able to connect to. 
and because I want to help and because I'm in a space where I am ready to feed my mental health with positivity and joy, I want to keep you in the loop of something that I have starting tomorrow, April 1st, if you're listening to this episode the day it releases. As you know, I am a health and wellness coach and I host virtual accountabilities each month. I have a brand new group that starts tomorrow and our number one focus is on mindset, but we also focus on movement and simple and sustainable nutritional strategies that you can incorporate into your busy life. We do not restrict. We do not count calories. We do not cut out food groups. We do not focus on the scale and we do not focus on weight loss. Instead, what we focus on is overall mental and physical health and well-being because that is what is most important. We focus on creating a healthier relationship with food. We focus on movement that honors our bodies as well as the importance of resting too. One thing that I love about these groups is how supportive all of the women in it are. We lift each other up when we need a boost and we celebrate each other's wins in all areas of life, not just health and wellness. If you're interested in learning a little bit more information, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Christy Lockhart and let's chat. I'll also put the application in the show notes for you too. So I would love to link arms with you so that we can continue to grow in a healthier way together. Okay, let's wrap this up with a quote from Emma Stone. My great hope for us as young women is to start being kinder to ourselves so that we can be kinder to each other. Stop shaming ourselves and other people. Too fat, too skinny, too short, too anything. There's a sense that we're all just too something and we're not all, we're, we're all not enough. This is life. Our bodies change. Our minds change. Our hearts change. So friends, if I haven't said it already today, you are strong, you are brave, you are beautiful, and girl, you are worthy. And as always, I am rooting for you, girl. Thank you so much for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Start Scared podcast. If you found anything valuable today, I would be honored if you shared it with a friend who might also find value in it or share it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you for spreading this message. I am so grateful that you're here and to be on this journey with you, girl. I'll talk to you soon.